Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T minus 37 seconds. The fight is going equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure, and I want to remind all you guys, it's okay to be who you are. You know that? It it is. It absolutely is. For all of you that have been uh, listening to the show for quite some time, number one, thank you for listening. Uh, You know, you can always send in information to the show at info at voiceamerica.com or you can hit us up all over social media. I'm at Radio Ryan One. You can catch me on stereo also at stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan One. Anyways, that's why I wanted to start off the show. Just wanted to remind all of you guys that uh, it's okay to be who you are. You know, uh, I am who I am. You know, we all have our good sides, our bad sides, our faults. Uh, Karate has taught me that it's okay to have a journey to uh, self-mastery. You know, it's 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 okay to have that journey. And everybody's going to go in different directions. And, you know, it's all about trying to make the, the best decisions that you can when you can make those decisions, right? So we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, We're going to talk to a wonderful human being. Uh, She's like super cool. And I think you guys are going to enjoy having this conversation with us today as we kind of embark on a journey of, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, uh, authenticity and, you know, really, uh, you know, getting into your, your, your soul and who you are uh, and, and, and leveraging, uh, the partnership that you need with the universe to to really get out there and you know take a step take a step and and move forward in your everyday life and all the different things that you might be doing uh it's really important that you kind of just reset i had a conversation uh, on stereo app the other day we were talking about nutrition and some different stuff and you know i told everybody you know it's like one of those things when it rains, right? Rain, rain generates negative ions, and negative ions are uh, extremely beneficial for the human body. That's really what we thrive on, and that's why every time when it rains and it's uh, you know not uh, not one of those crazy you know uh, Chicago rain sleet slushy storms, but you know a standard regular you know lightning thunderstorm, uh, you know that lightning creates that negative ions as well, and it really helps to rejuvenate yourself. Um, and so that's what I mean about kind of. Of having an understanding of connection with the universe and kind of how some of these different things may work for you. Uh, so we're going to have some conversations around that with our fantastic guest. Her name is Pamela Savino. Uh, she's a spiritual entrepreneur, founder of Live Authentically and her life coaching business. She's a mother of four, author of SOAR. Love that. Her soul-based mission is to help people step into their authentic reality and partner with the universe and claim their personal power. Pamela, welcome to Finding Your Frequency. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we appreciate having you on as well. Uh, I know as an entrepreneur and business owner, you're always, you know, wearing many hats and being super busy. So thanks for taking the time out of your day to jump on Finding Your Frequency and share some of your information and knowledge with our our, our awesome listening base. We've been doing this show for um 
almost five years now so it's been going great uh and we appreciate the listeners and so uh it's guests like pamela who come on here and really uh pave the way and and give useful information and help our listeners to live better lives be better entrepreneurs and really work towards uh, you know, finding your frequency, which is what the show is all about. So Pamela, first, uh, as I introduce you to the show, thank you for joining us. Uh, and secondly, also just want to kick off the show with my first question, which is, uh, you know, how did you find your frequency in life and in business? And when I say that, um, you know, I don't mean tell me your entire life story, but um, there's, there, there's a point in time, a point in someone's life, especially someone like you, who's an entrepreneur, a thought leader, an author, you're, you're in this space helping others and other and, and people's businesses grow as a, as a consultant and those types of things. But where was that aha moment where, you know, you, you decided that whatever you were doing before was not what you wanted to do. And it wasn't your purpose. It wasn't your, it wasn't your passion. Uh, and, and then, and then what made you change and what is your, why that that's the idea of what is finding your frequency. So how did you find your frequency, Pamela? I love it. I love it. Well, I actually found my frequency um, in the middle of my divorce process. Actually, it was I took a leap of faith. You know, I was <laughs> just to rewind. You know, sometimes we all carry around stuff that just doesn't serve us. It disallows us from stepping into our highest good, and it really clouds um, our vision and disallows us from stepping into our highest purpose, our highest frequency. And those things are, you know, doubt, limiting beliefs, fear, um, judgment, self judgment, judgment from others, etc. And, you know, that slowly gets piled on over the years. And sometimes we reach a point where it becomes so incredibly cumbersome that we just can't go one more day in that reality. So um, I decided to take a leap of faith one day and, you know, through many, you know, years of, of deep excavating soul work, doing my, my, my real work, et cetera, and took a leap of faith and just surrendered. Um, and just a couple of years ago, March of 2017, I surrendered and said, I am embarking on a new path. That path is divorce. Um, did I still have a little bit of fear? Absolutely. I'm human. You know, I still have fears every single day, yeah. but the power really comes in when we can transmute the fear into personal power and we can we can use it as fuel for our mission. So I said, you know what? I'm going for broke. I'm just going to kind of jump out of the airplane and hope that my parachute opens, partner with the universe and know that I don't have to have it all figured out. I just need to show up every day with an open mind and open heart and trust and see where this takes me. Yeah, that's 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 kind of like the analogy that I like to use with on entrepreneurs right you kind of you, you you walk the plank of entrepreneurship right off the ship and right into the unknown and you know you have you've got to you know figure out ways to adapt and to uh pivot in different directions and and you know kind of you know get your foothold in life uh as you as you migrate i guess from you know one uh one life to uh something that you're building that's different than what you had before uh and you know the, the, all of that takes a lot of courage our promo says you have to uh, summon the intestinal fortitude right and you know intestinal fortitude is something that uh is really important when you're really making change in your life because people really do get um you know they they get scared i'm, I'm going through something right now in my life too you know it's kind of like i'm 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 torn in between you know my work life balance at the moment uh i love my job very much i've been at the company for 17 years and um i love what i do uh, i just feel like sometimes i do too much of it and i'm not there for myself or my family as much as i want to be and so you know those are things that i constantly work on right and and uh trying to be my authentic self part of this is my authentic self but 
you know, uh, I can't let that uh, detract from the important things that are in my life. But back to kind of uh, what I said, uh, I kind of digress just slightly, but uh, getting a foothold, right? Uh, that That's the important part is, is being able to, uh, you know, pivot and do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been, you know, such a fascinating journey. And I think the word that just kept coming up for me was trust, you know, yeah. it just trust and, and really be, you know, heighten your self-awareness to pay attention. You know, how am I feeling? That's one of the biggest things I do just to live in a place of alignment, mm -hmm. which is my goal. It's the most important thing I do every single day is living in alignment with my truth. And I pay attention to, you know, do I have the work-life harmony that, that I desire, right? Am I staying aligned with my mission? Do I have a ridiculous amount of pressure and noise in my life that needs to be quieted that keeps me in contraction mode? Because mm -hmm. that's not, then when I'm feeling like that, and which is a common common place for many entrepreneurs, business owners, et cetera, that the number one word that comes up in calls with them is overwhelm. You know, we need to move out of that place of overwhelm slash contraction and move up into the higher energies, the higher frequencies. Everything that we want is up at the higher frequencies. So we really, it's really a process of training our mind moment to moment to get to those higher frequencies. I think that the challenge for a lot of people, and you know, I'll, I'll throw myself in there on that too, is, um, you know, a lot of people are overwhelmed. I mean, there's especially right now, you know, uh, with Absolutely. with pandemic and, you know, the election stuff that just happened and the changing of the guard and the government and, you know, gas prices just went up like uh, an insanely amount of money in the last couple of months. Um, you know, if you live in Arizona like I do and you drive a truck, that's a big problem <laughs> to the impact of your uh, your 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 environment. But um yeah, you know, it's it's it is. It's tough. You you do get overwhelmed. Um I'm 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 there sometimes as well. I was talking to you before about uh uh just just before the show about doing all of these different radio shows and interviews on top of, you know, I'm also still doing my 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 uh, uh my work as vice president of operations for Voice America, uh which is also an extensive an extensive amount of work and we're building a new website and we have all these plans and we're doing all this stuff. Um and it does become a bit overwhelming and I was talking to our CEO and CFO earlier today uh, as we were having our, uh, the three of us are the C-level executive management, you know, uh, structure of the company. So we're meeting in the conference room and we were just kind of got done and I'm just kind of standing in the hallway and uh, the CFO goes like, what are you doing? And I said, actually, I'm taking a break for just a second so I can prioritize all of the many things that I know that I have to do today. So that way, when I actually go sit down at my computer, I can go do that. And uh, he goes, oh, all right, sounds good. He's like, I'm going to get a sandwich, <laughs> but it's like those moments, right? When you do get overwhelmed, when you have a lot of stuff, sometimes it's best to kind of step away, right? It, like those, those emails, those, you know, projects, you know, I got a clipboard over here filled with projects and, you know, notes and things that we're working on. And that, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just got to like back up before you can make steps forward sometimes and kind of assess, you know, what are the priorities that you're working on? What are the things that are the most important things that you need to work on? You know, and for me working in, in what we do, and I'm sure for you too, in any business, my customers are always number one. Um, and so, and so I, I'm like, okay, what, what, what are, what are requests that I have that are from customers that I need to, I need to, I need to manage first. And then I go from there, but yeah, yeah you got to step back sometimes just got to, I wholeheartedly agree. And I actually did that today too. You know, I'm not <laughs> exempt from feeling overwhelmed. Just, you know, I haven't mastered, you know, it's, it's a daily practice, right? So, you know, I was feeling overwhelmed today. And, you know, whenever I feel that way, I do. I take a step back, take three deep breaths, 
And then I, I zoom out, you know, I zoom out and I realign with with my my values and my mission and my purpose. And, you know, I believe that life can be complicated really fast, you know, with all of our professional responsibilities, personal responsibilities, and there's no shortage of things to keep us busy during all of our waking hours. <laughs> but what I try to do is stay aligned with, you know, why we're here. I believe that life can be complicated if we allow it to be, but it's really quite simple, not easy, but, you know, if we simplify it down to, I believe we're here to love, to grow, to serve, and to have fun along the way. So I run everything that I do through that filter and all of a sudden then that always aligns me back to to what I'm doing. You know, it kind of yeah. it helps me to quiet the pressure and the noise. Mm -hmm. If I'm still feeling pressure and noise, then I identify what do I need to offload? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, as ambitious people, people who want to succeed and play a role in moving humanity forward. You know, I know I have shiny object syndrome. A lot of other entrepreneurs do, too, in terms of ideas, not necessarily the stuff, but <laughs> ideas. You know, you, you're in constant conquering slash creating mode, but, you know, no one's getting more than 168 hours in the week as we keep coming up with these new ideas, right? So I think it's important to ask ourselves, what role do we need to play? Do we need to be involved in all the day-to-day -day, or do we need to offload some of that so we can step back, zoom out, and stay in that role and create that creative space for us to be the long-term visionaries? Yeah, no, you're definitely right. I, I, I kind of chuckled a little bit when you were talking about and having fun along the way, right? Uh, it was it was funny. My, uh, my family, we did... Uh, we did Easter like our gathering for the family just uh, on 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 this last Sunday, because part of my family is extremely religious and they will go to church like all day long, uh, mm -hmm. and so we had our little gathering together. And you know I'm out in the yard with the kids playing around, and you know uh, we got a little dirt bike. We were over at my mom's house, so we're riding around on the little dirt bike and having fun. And my wife just looks at me and she goes you had a big smile on your face. And I said, yeah, I'm having fun with these kids. And, you know, yeah. I, and, and I love motorcycles. So, uh, you know, it's like, we're having fun. We're doing this and that. And I'm smiling. And then I'm like, come on. And she's like, no. And then she looks over at my mom and she goes, he's like a 40 year old child right now. And, <laughs> and, and then, you know what my mom said? She goes, we should probably try to be more like that. Like it was funny because they saw how much fun that I was having and, you know, they're just kind of sitting there having a conversation and, you know, uh, and I, I just thought that that was funny because, you know, as we, as we live our purpose and we do that, you have to, uh, you have to have that downtime, that family time, that fun time. And also I think, I think also people forget too, you have to have that, um, alone time too. You know, some people like to meditate, you know, that's cool, whatever you want to do, um, for me, my alone time is uh, uh, is practicing my 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 forms and my karate at five o'clock in the morning. You know, that's okay. it's I can put on a pair of headphones. I can listen to some music, uh, deep breathe, go through my stretching, go through my my different katas, all those things. And that's, you know, me doing two things at once. It's, you know, keeping my mind and my body all in harmony. Uh, and, okay. and and so the so I don't necessarily meditate, but that's my my way of having my own self time. Plus, I'm getting exercise and all that other stuff, you know, because I always throw in push ups, jumping jacks and squats in my <laughs> in my kata in between the kata forms. But uh, I think everybody needs to find a space where they have the ability to do that, uh, you know, to, to have that fun time, to have that alone time, and then also have that I'm super serious working on, you know, whatever my professional goals are time. 
Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I think, you know, getting back to you talking about riding the dirt bike, I mean, that's that childlike, you know, wonderment and joy that we all start with. And then all of a sudden we get this, you know, the, the fear piled on and the doubt and we think we have to be ultra serious all the time. We can and should get back to that as adults. I mean, I am super silly with my kids all the time. We crank up the music, we dance. I mean, that's all high vibe, you know, yeah. music, dancing, joy, singing. We can do that. You know, I'm the one, I'm the mom driving along with my kids in the car with the windows down, you know, singing with them. Like, we can do that. You know, we, sh- we need to give ourselves permission to do that. Again, it's all about my, vibration. My so daughter and I do that every morning on the way to school. That's what we do. Oh, I, do I, I plug my <laughs> I plug my phone into the Android Auto. And, you know, my, yeah. my daughter and I have curated like a list of songs that she really likes that I can stand <laughs> she's, she's seven right so you know she loves Katy Perry and you know like yeah. all those really you know pop songs and stuff uh, and so we have this list and that's what we do every morning uh, you know this morning it was so beautiful out it was like 69 degrees at uh, seven o'clock when we left this morning it was so nice um, I, but at 69 degrees at seven o'clock I was like oh it's gonna be hot today and it is it's like 92 but um but that that is just like my daughter and I's thing that we do in the morning, you know, or mm-hmm. win, windows down if we can, if we can't, where well, the windows are up, but we're listening to the song and I'm singing and she's singing and we're having a good time. And, you know, I have these rules at my house um, that are uh, number one, no whining. Number two, no crying. Number three, no temper tantrums. Uh, number four is listen. Number five is learn everything. And number six is clean up after yourself. And so then when we get to the, when we get to the school, the parent drop off and we're dropping her off. Everybody's looking at us because the car's all blaring music. My kid jumps out all happy and I tell her, don't forget rule number five, right? And she turns around and she goes, I know dad, learn everything. And you know, and it just, it gets her in this high vibe mode and you know, she goes to school and she does good. And I found that if we don't do that in the morning, her day is completely different. You know, mm-hmm. at school, that's yep. that's when you know yep. we have you know the, the, they have the mobile app now for the kids, which you know you and I never had growing up. You know, where you can like you can see throughout the day in real time if your kids getting warnings or you know what's going on with them or all that. You know, and on the days that on the days that she doesn't come, uh, you know, in that space of high vibe, high energy when she goes to school, that's when I'm seeing oh she got a warning for this or she wasn't paying attention or whatever that is. Um, yeah. And there, so there is a there is a huge benefit to reaching that level of high vibe. And I think also from a business perspective, being from that level also puts you in a more creative space for your business um, where like, you know, if you're behind and you're playing catch up all the time, you're not having time to be in that high vibe space to be creative and be uh, a visionary of whatever you're doing in your business and looking more forward thinking. Uh, So anyways, that's my piece on that, uh, Pam. So what what do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, having a super solid morning routine is one of the most powerful things anyone can do, particularly, um, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, but really anybody, even in their personal life, it could take them to new levels. I mean, then, you know, we put ourselves in a place of alignment. We have that opportunity in the morning to to spend in solitude by ourselves. I mean, I do. I have a morning routine that's literally like two to three hours long, depending on the morning, depending <laughs> if it's a rest day or a workout day. And that is my time. That is my sacred time. I love when my alarm goes off at five in the morning. First thing I do is I wake up and I just, I, you know, spend about five minutes in gratitude. You know, I think sometimes we, we are so, you know, we want to jump out of bed and immediately start the to-do list, start unloading the dishwasher, be in that space of doing. But we have to, again, just pull back and remind ourselves that it's okay and we should be in that place of being. So one of the highest vibrations, again, gratitude. 
you know, grateful to be alive, grateful for all of the the things that I get to do today. Yeah, and my right? dish, and my dishes will be there later. They're always going to trust yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Or so I'll just have if, the kids unload the dishwasher when they wake yeah, up. Yeah, right? if you, if you got, uh, that's part. That's part of our chore list. I mean, my daughter. That's my. That's one of my daughter's chores. You know what I mean? I, I, right yep. now, I have. I have an only. I have an only child. So, and she even asked me the other. She's like, Dad, you guys make me do everything. I said, Guess what? I was an only child too. I had to do everything too. I said, yeah. So, uh, you know, like you know, on 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 Mondays, you know, she she's got to she's got to load and unload the dishwasher every day when she gets home that's one of her chores that she has to do it's also it. it's also the way that she earns like screen time if she wants to play switch and she wants to do some other stuff then we got to do chores mm-hmm. i gotta do the same thing right i gotta go to work yeah. you know and i gotta yeah. I, I gotta i gotta do my what i what i call her um i have to do my my social responsibilities right to myself exactly. and to and to service right. right you gotta have that you gotta you gotta complete your social responsibilities before you go have fun that's just the way exactly. that's the way it works right, right. but in order to in order to do a good job at your social responsibilities, you have to have that what you talked about in the morning. Mine's an hour long, right? I get from five to six a.m. or maybe 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 six ten. So my daughter's my daughter's alarm goes off at six for her to get up in the morning, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like I manage morning routine and my wife manages the afternoon stuff and picking her up from school and taking her to karate and all that stuff and I manage morning. Uh, mm-hmm. and so at six, it's like, all right, we're making breakfast and we're now, now I'm, then I'm in to do mode, right? Because we're, I'm helping the kiddo, we're getting breakfast, but you know, having that, you know, two hour and 15 minute routine that we have, um, that gives me my one hour to do what I need to do to get ready for the day. And then one hour with her to help her get herself ready for the day. And, and also, mm-hmm. also me, I go to, when she goes and takes a shower, I go take a shower, you know, divide and conquer. I'm trying to teach her that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, morning yeah. routines are so important. It is yeah, definitely, and I'm trying to get my kids in that group more now too, so they can, yep. you know, that they they can influence their day that way. I mean, it's one of the most powerful things we can do. So, you know, gratitude, journaling. I light a candle in the morning. Sometimes baking. You know, doing something that again that brings me joy. Maybe I decide to throw in some muffins. That's you light a candle in the morning routine. too. I do the same thing. I, I I have a cabinet in my bathroom. Uh, my bathroom's like one of those weird open bathrooms where there's just like a I, I call it the poop closet. You know, just it's like just a, it's just a toilet, and then the rest of it's all open in the master bedroom, and so I have a cabinet in the in in there in the in the in the bathroom where the only thing on the cabinet is a candle. That's it, right? And I wake up in the morning. That's the first thing I do is I, I light that lovely because my favorite smell is um, lavender and and vanilla. And Love so, it. So, so I like I light that up, um, and then it kind of starts permeating throughout the house, and then you know you get into your groove. Um, I, I have uh, some essential oils that I use on my back uh, in the morning, especially when I start stretching and stuff like that. Because uh, uh, as you age, uh, for some reason, I'm just realizing this in the last couple of years, it takes a little longer for your muscles to heal up after you do workouts and stuff. Yeah, and it's important. <laughs> that self-care, the rest. I mean, I think that's another thing that isn't prioritized in today's modern-day society that's so fast-paced rest and relaxation, right? We're conditioned to be constantly in the doing, constantly moving, producing, cranking stuff out. It is important to, it is absolutely crucial to carve out time, intentionally carve out time. Like you're no one can show up with an extra yeah. half hour, an hour, right? Yeah. Carve out time and say, this and, is my recharge and time. And look, your house doesn't have to look like Martha Stewart's house. Like it doesn't have to look like a TV set. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I have kids and sometimes they leave stuff around. Am I, am I on the constant like, hey, pick up after yourself. You need to put this stuff away and all that stuff. Yes, I am. Absolutely. I want them to learn that they need to pick up after themselves. But at right. the same time, if I get home, 
home from work on a Monday and I am just beat because I worked a 10, 11, 12 hour day, whatever the case may be. And there's dishes to be done or something like that. Or, you know, uh, cause I help with the dishes. Um, I do all, I, I do the hand wash dishes, right? So I don't put plastic stuff in the dishwasher. I, will, I wash all that stuff by hand. And so mm-hmm. that, that's dad's job. Jad, dad does the plastic stuff and then hangs it up on the hanger. Um, and I looked over there yesterday. I was so tired after yesterday. I had such a long day. I got home. I got home um, at eight o'clock at night. My kid was already in bed kind of late. Right. And I get home and I'm supposed to do the dishes that night. And I looked at my wife and I said, honey, I will work on those dishes tomorrow or when I don't feel so tired. We don't need them right now. And I went and laid down on the couch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're prioritizing, you know, your, your self-care and your rest. And that is so important. Yeah, I mean, I think I think getting into that a little bit more is is extremely important. I I hear a lot of entrepreneurs talking about things like, you know, while you're sleeping, I'm grinding. You know, uh, you know those kind of mentalities, or uh, and and so I kind of feel like, does that mean those people are just overworking themselves to death? Because you know, I if I get up at five o'clock in the morning, I'm going to bed at nine o'clock or nine thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my seven to eight hours of sleep per night. There's just no if, ands, or buts about it. That's just a commitment I've made to myself. So I just, I just kind of always hear that from a lot of, um, you know, high end coaches and, and people that work in that kind of, you know, uh, uh, speaker space where, you know, it's like, Hey, well, while you're sleeping, I'm grinding. And I'm like, well, what are you getting? Like three hours of sleep a night? Like you're, you're going to end up in four years. You're going to look like the, some of the presidents do when they get out of office. Cause they're all stressed <laughs> right. out. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Well, I would say that that model may work for a little while, but it absolutely has an expiration date and it's not the model that stands the test of time. I mean, what's happening there is that's kind of that it's been antiquated. That's an older paradigm that's starting to fall away as we realize that we need to to rebalance energies, right? No, I'm not the trying magic- to have wrinkles on my forehead. <laughs> the magic really happens though when we learn to balance. I mean, that's very masculine dominant, you know, that divine masculine energy when we're in the constant doing mode, producing, cranking it out, making stuff happen, you know, creating, forcing, controlling, managing, all of that. Those are masculine energies. What's needed there is the rebalancing with the feminine energy. So learning to sit back, surrender, trust the process. Obviously, there has to be a blend between persistence and patience. You know, doing, we can't just lay on our couch and say, gosh, I hope someone shows up with $5 million. You know, that's not going to happen. We need to take those spiritually aligned action steps. <laughs> but we also, the magic happens when we learn to surrender and trust the process. Publishers Clearinghouse isn't going to show up. Are you sure, Are you sure, Pamela, that Publishers Clearinghouse is not going to show up at my house and just give me one of those big, giant cardboard <laughs> <laughs> well, anything can happen. We do live in a world with unlimited possibilities, <laughs> so I suppose it can. <laughs> yeah, but I so, wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> so I, I, I'm kind of a nerdy guy, right? So I mean, if you could put that into like a number, I mean, you have probably like, you know, one in fifty-seven billion chance of that happening to you. Right, exactly. You know it's not I mean? zero. So, you know, it's, it's a possibility. But, yeah, it's not zero. Um, yeah, I'm a numbers geek too. I used to be an actuary before I did this. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, so the numbers resonate with yes, me. Yes, I aggregate it's stats. Not- one of the things I do for our radio shows and podcasts. So I'm the okay. I'm, I'm the I'm the Excel spreadsheet stats nerd. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, speaking of, you know, stats is something I talk about too, is, you know, for years and years, I used to really, I used to be over-reliant on statistics. And yes, they're obviously important. They're based on experience. They're based on data. But, you know, we we can 
start to shape um, statistics over time by making more conscious decisions, by choosing those higher energies. You know, we don't have to just assume that we're going to be yet another statistic. You know, we can, I do believe that anything is possible. And I do believe that through, you know, doing our soul work and choosing those higher frequencies, we can manifest and create our future by partnering with the universe. So I always caution people, you know, yes, use the science and the data and everything, you know, have that handy. That's the part, that's an important part of it. But, you know, your upside is unlimited. When you learn to partner with the universe and navigate your world through energy, you completely unleash yourself. Completely unleash yourself. That's yeah. Hey guys, I want to pause the show for just a second because I want to talk about this really cool app called Stereo. I've been using it for a little while now and man, it's pretty cool. It's a live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. The app allows podcast creators to build an intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversations. Listeners can literally record a question, send it in while we're doing the live directly to us, and we can answer those questions and engage in real time. It's really cool. I've been using the app for a couple of weeks now. I've done a couple of variants uh, on it with some random people and I've met people. I've already got some followers. So it is a really cool application and there's so much diverse content on there. You'll always find something to listen to. Finding Your Frequency is excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact. Join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time for a live show on the Stereo app. You can download the free Stereo app and select Finding Your Frequency we're verified right there on stereo so you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on stereo at the end of today's episode. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash radio Ryan one. Again, www.stereo.com forward slash radio Ryan one. Once you get in there, make sure you start following me. You'll start to check it out. And again, we got the shows that we're going to be doing every Friday at two o'clock Pacific time on the stereo app. I think that should be the title for the show. Completely unleash yourself. I totally Let's do. do it. I totally <laughs> I do. Like you, it. Look at that. You just you just you just nailed it on the head. <laughs> I'm all trying to write it down fast. That's trademark though, by the way. I should mention. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would, even if it was trademarked, I would use it. <laughs> it's okay. And forgiveness is a high vibration, so I would forgive you. <laughs> is that trademarked by you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, use it. It's yours. Take it. <laughs> I can't even read my whole on my handwriting now. I can't even totally. That's funny, uh, Pamela. Thank you for being on the show. You've been you've been quite fun. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about you know like your coaching business and some of the stuff that you do. And I know you wrote a book called Soar. Uh, tell us about that. And uh, you know how are you, how are you out there kind of living your purpose, your why, and and what are you doing in and uh, in, in in the community and your own business space to be a servant leader. Thank you. I love that question. Thank you for asking. So you asked about my book. Thanks for asking about that. That was a book that came about um, during my divorce process um, because I wanted to show people how they could navigate their, their divorce consciously and holistically. The content, though, isn't limited to people who are going through divorce. It really shows how I partnered with the universe. It's really a story about authenticity. It's about how I took a leap of faith and was willing, willing to trust the universe and just show up every day. And it shows how I created my new reality. 
which now is, it, it really, I have to laugh sometimes, it doesn't feel like work. I could put in 50, 60 hours in, in a week if I want to and be fully energized. And that's when you know you're aligned with your with your purpose, with your passion, like it just keeps feeding me back. So now I do the vast majority of my work in the corporate space. I grew up, you know, corporate America was my playground as a, you know, I used to work with Fortune 100 company executives mm-hmm. as an actuary. So like I know the executive space very well. So now I work with entrepreneurs, founders, CEOs, CFOs, CEO, um, high-level executives and help them align with their mission and purpose, help them create the space to embrace their role as visionary, help them quiet the pressure and the noise. And that's when they can take their personal lives and their businesses to a whole new level. Whew, that was good stuff. Thank you. You, you got to get applause on that one. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's awesome. And, you know, taking your business to a whole nother level does, does, uh, it does take some, uh, mental placement, right? Uh, it really does. Uh, especially, you know, I'm the vice president of operations, but I'm, I'm basically like the COO because I don't know, we just have this weird, we're, we're a small company anyways. But, um, so I have that role as like a COO, right? Chief operating officer. And I'm in charge of all the operations, whether it be, you know, uh, working with our sales managers to make sure they have what they need or working with uh, production or host services or whatever, you know, that's like my position here and it gets crazy busy and you gotta, you gotta, you got to be able to get away from some of the minutia and figure out a way to, you know, offload some of the tasks that are, you know, um, redundant, even though, you know, you, even though sometimes I feel bad offloading my redundant tasks to some of the people, you know, some of, some of our awesome employees, I'm like, I don't really want to give them that. Like, they're not going to like doing this, but at the same time, there's like a bunch of other stuff. Sometimes high level executives need to be paying attention to, and Mm -hmm. they get so caught up. I think sometimes in like managing day-to-day operations that they're not seeing their vision or, you know, they're not following their, what they're originally thought of, like their 10 year goal plan or five year goal plan or whatever that is. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, that gets in the way of, uh, of growth. Do you see that a lot with CEOs and COOs and, 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 and people in that space where they're, they're so tied up in, in, you know, trying to manage, micromanage almost, so to speak, the day-to-day that they're not looking into the future of what's going on? Because I know um, there are a lot of companies that were like that, that had a really hard time pivoting for, in 2020 during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very common common issue that comes up. And in most cases, um, at least based on my experience, the executive, you know, recognize it, recognizes it, but they're in this state of overwhelm and they don't know how to get out of it. So little by little, we, we look at, you know, how do they, how do you spend your time? What are your goals for personally, professionally, et cetera? And then again, it's a process of just of digging really deep and just looking at it and saying, okay, what can we shift around and what can we offload? And a lot of times we have to work through delegation issues. I know that was one thing that I had to work through on my journey. You know, I thought, well, I can do this, you know, I can do this really quick or it's easy for me to do. So I'll just do it. But if you do that, you know, hundred times over the course of the day, then you're disallowing you from yourself from stepping into that space as visionary. So for me, a big shift was when I embraced the truth that there are people in this world who can do things as well as I can, if not better. I'm like, you know what, Pam, you're not the best one at this task. There are other people out there who are better than you at this and would love to do it. Right. I mean, technology being one of them, like that's not my strong suit. That's totally my Achilles heel. But for other people, like they love the behind the scenes, the tech stuff and doing all that. So I brought people. Yep. That's you. Right. And I hired a VA recently. I mean, it's that was 
that was life-changing, I have to say, for to all the entrepreneurs, founders, high-level execs out there. If you don't have a VA, anybody who's feeling overwhelmed have a lot in their plate. That, for me, that was a huge pivot in my business. I put it off thinking, well, calendar and scheduling is easy. Email is easy. You know, all these little tasks are easy. But yeah, they're also time consuming. And it's just, it's keeping me in the back of the house. You know, businesses don't grow when you're spending time in the back of the house, right? Businesses grow when you're in the front of the house, when you're on the front porch, meeting people, waving to people, passing by, et cetera. (laughs) So now I spend the vast majority of my time in the front of the house, coaching, prospecting, networking, et cetera. And my business has completely, completely taken off since I made that shift and offloaded. That's so funny that you said that. I I, I absolutely agree. I got a big. I, I this isn't even a sponsored thing. This is just literally uh, something from my heart. Big shout out to a a website, an AI company called X AI. Okay, I I have to tell you guys. For me as an executive trying to schedule stuff, it has saved me so much time. You get this. You get the coolest little. Um, uh, digital assistant that helps you schedule and you can either choose Amy or Andrew, right? And all you have to do is CC them on an email, right? So I feel like Pamela, let's say I was sending you an email and I was going to set up like a, a, actually you set up this interview through that AI system as a matter of fact. Um, I sorry, you did that for me, but okay. I was just saying, I would, we would, if I had to do it, we wouldn't be sitting here. But okay. No, it would have it would have been really easy because it would have sent you a whole list. It'd have been like, hey, here, here's all the times Ryan has available to do interviews. Just choose which one works for you. you know? like, which one do I press? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but it, but but it's those types of things. Like you were talking about your you know virtual assistant uh, that that was helping you out with some of the things that you were doing. Um, you know, X.AI has done that for me. I don't have to go chase people around or do all that crazy stuff. That software has just been absolutely amazing for me and helped me out in so many ways I can't even tell you. So just kudos to X.AI. What uh what virtual assistant do you use that that has helped you so much? And, and is it is it an actual human being that's virtually somewhere else? Or yeah. yeah, see, okay, so mine's like a straight artificial intelligence thing. I could probably give. I probably need to get a VA. Yeah, okay, that'd be probably be okay. better for me. Yeah, it's nice that there's many options. I mean, technology, like I said, is my Achilles heel. So I like the the comfort of having another human. Like I can just leave her a voice message and say, "Could you schedule this? Could you schedule that?" And then I don't have to worry about dealing with the tech but that's just my personal preference you know that other what you mentioned that may work well for people who are a little more technologically you know advanced than i am yeah you know what i do training uh, for all, all of our brand new hosts that come on board all the technology training and all that kind of stuff and you know everyone's always like why don't you just make a video and you know just give them that and i'm like because not everybody's everybody's not the same and you know i want to i want to give a personal touch in that respect you know yeah. and answer their questions yeah. that they might have and stuff like that and so um you know it's been it's been fun to kind of connect with people um in that space and technology over the last year has just totally you know reinvented itself it's blowing up like crazy i can't i can't believe um human beings are so resilient when something happens when they figure out a way to connect you know the fact that you know you and i are able to do this and like if i really wanted to we could go all crazy right i'm a tech nerd we could be live on facebook youtube periscope linkedin um live on the voice america talk radio network we'd be doing that all simultaneously and have this crazy webcast going on that that literally wasn't possible you know 18 months ago for sure yeah it's a it's amazing. So thank you for virtual assistance and artificial intelligence and all this fantastic technology that's been coming out lately. It's been very fun. Even though I know you're not technology driven, 
I think technology is going to get to a space very, very, very soon that um, you won't be so worried about technology because technology will be so intuitive, it will work with you. Wow, that would be amazing. Yes, be, I, I look forward to that day. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, I do appreciate it though. But I, you know, it, it's amazing how you know without technology we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Um, but I do one of the things I do on my journey, both personally and professionally, is like I'm. I do identify my Achilles heel, right? My areas of weakness. No matter who we are, we can't be strong in everything, right? Correct. So that was a big piece of of what I had to do was look at what was that, what was causing me the most frustration, right? And figure out like how how can I troubleshoot that? How can I problem solve that? How can I pull in another expert so that I can stay with stay in my wheelhouse, stay with what I'm good at. So I encourage everyone to do that, you know, whether I'm working with professionals or, or just people who want to just, you know, improve their personal lives. Just we all have our strong suits, right? We all have our our natural talents and, and things that we bring to the world that are easy for us. You know, stick with that and then allow the other people who are, are good in the areas where you may not be so strong to to help you. Yeah, that's 100% correct. So like my I don't not necessarily my Achilles heel, but I'm not I'm not a good creative writer. You know okay. what I mean? So um, sometimes someone would be like, well, can, can't you just can't you just write that out? And I'm like, sure, I'll write it out for you. Um, it's, it's not gonna be the best, you know, thing that you've ever read in your life. Uh, you know, like I'm, I was working on some, on some, on some blog articles from like a technology perspective, from a, you know, industry perspective and, you know, uh, you know, talking about the differences and the similarities between, you know, like, uh, talk radio and podcasting, right. And different variants of that. And so I wrote the blog and it was great. I used Grammarly, you know, I'm a technology guy. So I use Grammarly to make sure to spice it all up. But even at, even, even then, you know, we have a copywriter on staff, obviously as a radio station to copyright for radio commercials and that kind of stuff. You know, I'm like, I sent that over to Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, can you just proofread this for me real quick before I publish it to the, to the whole world? Because I want to make sure that it's good. And he, you know, sure enough, he comes back and, you know, I got my red, my lines in there and the word document showing the different changes that he had made to it. And, um, yeah, you know, and, and it's important that I think you surround yourself with people that can help you with your Achilles. Um, my, the, uh, my CEO, Jeff Spinard, uh, who, who I've been, him and I have been friends for 25 years before I, I've been, before, uh, you know, friends before I even worked here. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I think that um, I admire about him is, you know, he always tries to make sure that he has very smart other people around him, um, you know, because he is a visionary in certain aspects of the company, right? But not in other aspects of the company, you know? And so I think it's very important that entrepreneurs and business owners surround themselves with people that are smarter than them in, this, in the spaces where, um, you know, they do have that Achilles heel because uh, you can't really grow and you can't, how many that's can one person really wear too, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta be able to get to a point in your business where, you know, you're making enough revenue and you're bringing in enough new sales and customers and all that fun stuff that you can have a staff, you can have other people that can do that or you will end up like I was talking about while, while you're, while you're sleeping, I'm grinding. Well, maybe you need an assistant, a virtual assistant. <laughs> right. Right. And I think we often every once in a while need to stop and again, pause and, you know, remind ourselves of why did we go on that entrepreneurial path in the beginning, right? I mean, we, you know, freedom is such a big piece of it. And I think sometimes we we get to a point where we feel so, you know, just over, you know, just overloaded with everything and overwhelmed. And, you know, then we don't have the freedom that we sought out at the beginning to have, right? So again, we have to realign with that and 
am I living, right? It's not just, again, I always say have fun along the way. We're supposed to have fun along the way. I mean, I always ask people when I have conversations in my coaching, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want people to remember you? And it's never like the stuff, like no one's ever going to say, oh, well, he worked, you know, 60 plus hours a week or, you know, had a shiny car or whatever. It's always about the qualities that appeal to the human spirit. So we've always got to keep bringing it back to the soul. How do I navigate my soul yes. or navigate my life through the soul, yeah. right? And then allow those guiding principles to to lead us through our lives. And then everything else falls into place. Everything else falls, you know, comes out of that place. Yes, yeah, that's like me. Like my, my whole why is I want to be known at the end of the, my lifetime as the guy who all he did was go out on the boat, ride motorcycles and dirt bikes. That's what I yeah. wanted. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, if, yeah. if I, if I won the lottery tomorrow, that would be my lifestyle. You know what I mean? That would be my freedom. I'd just be like having, mm-hmm. having fun on my boat, pulling some tubes, uh, you know, doing fun stuff like that and hitting the, hitting the trails on the dirt bikes and riding motorcycles and then whatever other stuff my family wanted to do. Right. But, um, <laughs> you know, like I think, I think entrepreneurs think like that, right? Like, like that's where I want to go. Um, and it's very, very possible to get there, but you have to have people, processes, and procedures in place from the beginning, um, and you know, set the you know the groundwork or um, you know lay the foundation first to make sure that, that if that's your end goal that you want to do that, you need to be planning that when you start your business. Right. Right. Agree. Agree. So Pamela, tell people where they can get your book because, um, you know, SOAR is, is, is available, right? Where can people find that book? And then where can people find out more information about Pamela Savino uh, and, and what you do? Thank you for asking. So SOAR is available on Amazon in audiobook, paperback, and Kindle. So just go there and search SOAR, S-O-A-R, in my name, Pamela Savino, and it'll come up. And best place to find out more information on me and my coaching and my podcasting and everything else that I do is One Stop Shop. We'll make it easy. My website, liveauthentically.today. Liveauthentically.today. And you know what? I think that's good advice for the listeners as we kind of wrap the show here today is to live authentically today, every day, all the time. You know, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's no, I really appreciate it. You know, your message and what you're trying to to get out there to the world is is important to me too. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of you know entrepreneurs. I'm a huge supporter of female entrepreneurs. I'm a huge supporter of of of, of all of the different ideas behind servant leadership um, and. You know, I think that when people kind of grasp that uh, those ideas, they grasp, um, you know, the importance of uh, being able to balance the feminine and the masculine, and you know, when to when to turn one up and down is very very important. Um, and and I think for so long in our society, especially in America, it's been so um, heavy handedly masculine uh, that you know I've I've been feeling this for a while now. There seems to be you know kind of a shift going on, um, and so I, I I thank you for being part of that shift because um, you know as things kind of transition into a, a a newer, better space I think for humanity over the next ten years. I have the, I have this huge prediction right that like after COVID all gets all wrapped up and all that it's we're going to be like in the new roaring twenties. I, I totally feel that that's what's going to happen to us, uh, and so I'm opt- I'm optimistic about that. If I'm wrong, fine, I'm wrong, but I feel I really feel strongly about that, um, and and that's all only going to be because of a shift of uh, people's ability to connect, our attitude, our space, our awareness, our connection with self, universe, all of those different things. So, uh, Pamela, thank you for talking with us about that here on Finding Your Frequency. We appreciate you being on. 
Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go check out the website, findingyourfrequency.net. And then, of course, you can listen to this program every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel. Or, of course, you can just go search Finding Your Frequency on the internet. You type in Finding Your Frequency in Google, you're bound to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon. Uh, I don't know. We're on like all of the major places. So please come check us out on there and make sure to give us a five star rating and not four because we're all five star human beings. Thank you for tuning in to Voice America. My name is Ryan Treasure and you're listening to Finding Your Frequency. Have a great day. Hey, what's up, everybody? So glad you tuned into the show today. What a great show it is. Like I said earlier in the show, at the end, I was going to give you some more information on our live stereo session on the stereo app. Stereo app users can engage with the platform to listen in, seek out topics, and join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There is no lack of content on that application. You can flip through many conversations, ask questions, join ones, make your own wide-ranging topics on stereo comedy pop culture lifestyle sports business technology the app can be downloaded for free by apple and android users once users download the app they'll be able to create an avatar and a profile (laughs) i had so much fun making my avatar it was super cool users can submit the audio messages to hosts of conversations to join those conversations in real time Finding Your Frequency will have a live audience interactive episode on Stereo. We're going to be doing this every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on the Stereo app. Again, Finding Your Frequency is going to be having a live audience interactive episode every week, Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to do question and answers. We're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk about how people found their frequency in life and in business and why they decided to do what they do and take questions from people that are listening to the show and allow you guys to engage with us. And I really hope to see you on Stereo. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1 live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So again, come to Stereo.com forward slash Radio Ryan 1. Once you get in there, follow me and make sure you guys tune into the show. Thanks for listening.